Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, TV fans. Uh, I'm Gold Derby editor Daniel Montgomery here to talk about the Golden Globe nominations for television, which we are predicting. Uh, I'm here with uh, my fellow editors, Marcus James Dixon and Zachary Laws. Um, and, uh, you know, the comedy categories are interesting because we're following up uh, Schitt's Creek's epic sweep at the Emmys. It won every single top category it was nominated for. Never happened before in the history of the Emmys. Uh, so it's just going to sweep the Golden Globes too, right, Zach? Um, well, <laughs> I don't, not so fast, okay? Uh, it, it's very rare for uh, the Golden Globes to follow what the Emmys are doing. Um, last year they did it with Fleabag, which was an anomaly. And I think that it's important to go back and, and look at that competition and realize that the only first season show that was nominated for, for best comedy series at the Golden Globes that year was The Politician. Mm -hmm. And I don't think they were quite willing to um, anoint a show that had such a mixed reaction as that one. So I think Fleabag kind of won by default there. This year, I think that they have a lot of different options for new shows that they could reward. And what I'm, what I'm going back and forth on in my, um, in my own predictions is whether I'm going to predict a pairing of Jason Sudeikis and Ted Lasso or uh, Kaylee Cuoco and The Flight Attendant. Mm -hmm. um, those are uh, the two actors who I have predicted to win, and we know that they oftentimes like to pair up uh, a show and its lead performer with wins. But those two might not be the combination that we go with. I mean, it could be that they go with the great and either Nicholas Holt and Nell Fanning or both. It could be that they go with uh, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist and uh, Jane Levy. Uh, they do love the musical part of this, uh, of this category and uh, it is the musical in competition. Or honestly, they could just go Schitt's Creek, Catherine O'Hara. There so you, go. you finally got it right. <laughs> but I have Schitt's Creek all the way down at fifth place right now. I almost took it out of my predictions right before we came on here, but it was a little <laughs> silly of me <laughs> to say that. Um, I do think that they're going to try to, especially since Schitt's Creek is not coming back for another season and there's going to be uh, a new Emmy frontrunner next fall. I think the Golden Globes are going to use this as an opportunity to be the first to um to anoint a new front runner i think at this early stage pre-noms it's 
I think it's a little silly to not have Schitt's Creek and, and all four actors in just because of what happened at the Emmys and all of the buzz they got. Um, after, you know, once the noms come out, maybe you'll be proven right that they're not going to like it. But I think it's the smart bet to just put them all in for now. Um, whether or not they're going to win is another story, but I, I do think the whole cast will get nominated and the show will get nominated. I do have the show winning and I have Catherine O'Hara winning, but I don't have anyone else from Schitt's Creek. They're definitely not going to go overboard. I think it's going to be either those two or nothing. Yeah, I think it's, uh, I have I have Schitt's Creek out front to win. This feels kind of like a Breaking Bad situation where the Globes weren't really on board with it before, uh, probably didn't know it existed before. Um, and now that it's such a big deal, they don't want to look foolish. So I think they'll at least nominate it. Um, and I think it probably has enough juice to win. Uh, the problem at the Globes is that you can't really I don't think they're giving it everything. And even if they gave it everything, it wouldn't be a sweep to, to equal what it did at the Emmys. So from that height, like no offense to the Golden Globes, but if you wanna, ha if you wanna peak in the TV industry, you want it to be with that kind of an Emmy sweep, Golden Globes would just kind of be icing on the cake. So I could see them going, you know, it's like, oh, well, someone has been there and done that, let's do something different. Uh, but I think we might see that in other categories. I think they might still give comedy series and probably actress to uh, Schitt's Creek. Uh, although I do think in every single acting category is incredibly vulnerable. I actually, I actually think it could win series uh, as sort of like that checkoff. We love, you know, we're not dummies. We like the show too. Uh, and then go their own way everywhere else. Uh, like I, I could see all four of the actors not winning. And the, the weird thing about Catherine O'Hara, she's such a legend in, in the industry. She's never been nominated at the Golden Globes for anything. None of her TV work, none of her movie work. So if they snub her for this at this time after the Emmy victory, they've got something against her. <laughs> it's personal if they don't nominate her. <laughs> could continue that trend, I was going to say. You know? um, the, the other combination that could happen, theoretically, um, is um, pairing up comedy series and supporting actor for Dan Levy, um, since he is the, the creator and, um, you know, the, the sort of spiritual figurehead of the series and certainly the emotional um, um, catalyst of the final season. Um, according to our odds, this show is predicted to win four awards, comedy series, actor for Eugene Levy, actress for Catherine O'Hara, supporting actor, for um, for Dan Levy, the only award it's not predicted to win is supporting actress because Gillian Anderson is beating Annie Murphy there. Um, poor Annie Murphy is always being underestimated mm -hmm. uh, by our website. Watch her be the only Shit's Creek winner. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I just I can't shake this feeling that even though um, even though it could follow the Breaking Bad trajectory or even the Fleabag trajectory, um, you know, they might feel this desire to be the first out with, uh, with rewarding something brand new. Um, and it, it feels like that's much, much more likely on this side of things than it is on the drama side. Um, but there are so many new things out right now that it could, cannibalize the competition and Schitt's Creek could just sort of come up the middle and, and win by default. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, I just, I feel like there's going to be kind of a, a been there, done that feeling for them when it comes to this. Yeah, it's definitely not the, I mean, it's the cool show, but it's the cool show of like earlier in the season. And right now, <clears throat> like a, there's a lot of media talk, people discovering Ted Lasso and people really excited about the flight attendant and these shows that feel like more current in terms of the the cycle of the of, of just the media conversation um, where, where where Schitt's Creek is kind of, like, like you said, a little bit been there, done that. Uh, and done a lot of that given that Emmy sweep. Um, so yeah, it's definitely not the slam dunk here that it certainly was at the Emmys. Like there was nothing beating it at the Emmys. Um, so it's, it's a little tough to see uh, what else uh, beats it besides those. There's also in this category, potentially Insecure. You've got Rami, you've got What We Do in the Shadows, which had a huge Emmy uh, windfall, eight nominations. Uh, several for writing, none for acting. I think that could change here. Um, Insecure also had that huge uh, Emmy explosion, like it's been on for a few seasons, suddenly gets into comedy series, supporting actress and a bunch of other categories. So we could see that return, especially with the news that it's uh, ending after its upcoming fifth season. Uh, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist is the musical. I think there's a chance for Pen15 because that is that is your cool, quirky, weird, like cool people love Pen15. And I could see like a, an organization as small as the Golden Globes picking up on it and, uh, and, and, and really surprising with that uh, as they've done with, with other like with casual. Um, so, so that's a possibility. Uh, so, uh, any other contenders you think for the series category that, that you think could uh, um, I just wanted to mention Ted Lasso and, again and, and say that, you know, if, if they don't love Schitt's Creek, I do think Ted Lasso is winning. I think it, it has strong enough buzz and, Zach, you monitor our social media, you were saying anything we tweet about it, it gets a ton of traffic. Mm -hmm. People love this show and they're just discovering it in quarantine. And it has a lead actor that can easily win when we talk about that category. Um, and the other one I have, I have in third place, The Great. And The Great, you know, is, it feels older because it came out in April or May, but it was so good. And I remember at the time we were saying, you know, whether it gets in at the Emmys or not, which it got in for writing and directing, we were saying, this is a Globe show. This will be found by the Globes. They will love this. The comedy aspect, that it's also very dramatic. And the two lead performances, Elle Fanning and Nicholas Holt, he just jumped up from supporting to lead. He got promoted, I guess. Um, they are fantastic. I think they'll both get in. They could both win too. We could see a Homeland situation where the great win series and then the two actors go along for the ride, the two leads. So for me, it's, it's Ted Lasso and then the great, but there's an asterisk by both of those because I, I do have Schitt's Creek winning. It just depends on if they love it or not. I mean, we don't know until the noms come out. You know, it's so funny. I, when you were talking about The Great, which I also have predicted to get nominated, um, as well as for um, Nicholas Holt and Elle Fanning, it, I, I just had this, this flash of shows like The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel and The Crown, both of which um, won the Golden Globes in the uh, comedy and, and drama categories. Um, both hour-long programs, with high production value, period costumes, period set designs. Um, they eat that stuff up 
at the mm -hmm. Golden Globe. So it would not surprise me to see that show, which came very close to getting nominated for comedy series, I think, mm -hmm. um, suddenly get, get, get a big uh, boost from the Golden Globes. Um, I think, you know, I mean, you mentioned about uh, the Ted Lasso love, you know, that is a show that is following a sort of Schitt's Creek trajectory where people are discovering it in quarantine and it's, you know, it's, it's appealing to them in this moment where, you know, everything is so, is so fractured and awful and they can't be with their families and their friends. Um, you know, and, and here comes along a show very much like, like Schitt's Creek that is all about, uh, that is all about community and is all about friendship and, and surrogate families. You know, I think that there's an appeal to that um, that we could be underestimating uh, at this time, mm -hmm. um, which is why I, I have it so high up in my predictions. Um, one show you didn't mention, uh, Daniel, is uh, Nora from Queens from Aquafina, who just made history with her Golden Globe win on the film side for The Farewell. I think that there could be some residual love left over for her uh, here. If, um, if she at least can get nominated in the uh, actress category, it, it's possible that her series could get nominated as well. So, uh, so let's, let's go into those acting categories. We've talked a bunch about uh, Ted Lasso uh, for comedy series and its potential to double up with a win for Jason Sudeikis. Uh, can uh, pull off uh, that that one-two punch of an SNL alum, kind of like Brooklyn Nine-Nine and Andy Samberg did. Um, so I do think, um, I was predicting sort of Eugene Levy by default for a while. Today I looked at my predictions and I thought, they're not gonna go all the way there. And I feel like, one, they're already awarding Eugene Levy uh, as a producer of the show if it wins comedy series. Two, performance-wise, it's always been more Catherine O'Hara and Dan Levy who have been really kind of points of passion for that show uh, among the cast. Uh, so I feel like this is the spot they'll go um, with the brand new show that's cool, that's incredibly well-liked, that people are discovering, that lets them plant their flag. I'm going with Jason Sudeikis. How about you, Jim? Yeah, I have Jason too. I think he wins here no matter what, whether his show wins or not. I think he is as close to a lock as there is. Um, don't count on Nicholas Holt. Uh, Rami Youssef won last year. He could win again, but they really don't like to give an award to the same person, you know, back to back. Don Cheadle is another person that he's a little bit farther down in our odds, but don't count him out. It's it would be the one, you know, Showtime nomination that they could get outside of the limited series categories. I mean, the strongest, I should say, not the one, but the strongest chance they have of getting a nomination. And the Globes love Don Cheadle. They gave him a win for House of Lies way back. And, and I don't think he got a win anywhere else, you know, at any award show for that. Yeah, I, I feel like this is a, a two-person race between Jason Sudeikis, who I'm picking, and Nicholas Holt, who I have a number uh, in my second place slot, because, um, you know, his odds have, have steadily increased ever since he's made the move over to lead. And, I mean, he is, is so typical of the kind of, young performer uh, that the Globes love to honor. He's somebody who's been acting since he was a, a little kid in About a Boy, you know, and he's, he's been in so many different projects, um, including things like Mad Max, you know, where he's totally unrecognizable. And, and, you know, here he's got this big 
broad winking devil villainous role um, that is that is so juicy and, and so much fun to watch. So I could really see him challenging Jason Sudeikis here. Um, I think Rami uh, Rami Youssef uh, gets back in, um, even if he doesn't contend to win. Um, I have Matt Berry getting in for what we do in the shadows. Mm. Um, I think um, that show could get in for series as well, and would, he was probably the strongest acting contender from that show to get in. He had this he had this wonderful uh, standout episode, uh, uh, the the Jackie Daytona episode for fans of the show. Um, so I think I could see him getting in here. And then I also have Eugene Levy as well, um, just because, like you guys said, even though I don't think Schitt's Creek's going to win, it seems kind of foolish to not predict it in all four acting categories, at least for, for nominations. Another one, Ricky Gervais for Afterlife. I mean, this is a Globe favorite. He won for The Office, um, for producing The Office. Did he win for acting on The Office? I'm blanking. I think he won for uh, the producer for, for acting in the office. I don't know if he's won for acting. He also did win series for the extras also, I believe one best comedy series. Uh, so they and, do love him. And he's hosted so many times. He he's associated with the golden Globes. Like when I, when I think of the golden Globes, I think of Ricky Gervais. So don't count him out for afterlife. He did win for acting on the office. I just, I just looked that up. Uh, up. And he was nominated also for, he's been nominated for Extras and he's been nominated for Derek. Interestingly enough, this Afterlife is the only show that he has not been nominated for, for acting at the Golden Globes. Even yeah. though he was eligible, I believe he was eligible for it last year when he hosted. <laughs> he, yeah, he was. Yeah. Um, and I can't help but wonder if it's because like he's in, in Afterlife, he's not playing a big, broad character mm. the way that he does in those other shows. This is a much more personal uh, kind of role for him. I think it's it's he's really great in the show and probably the best work that he's ever done in his career. But I wonder if because it is so subtle and oftentimes dramatic, um, if they if that's why they overlooked it last year. But maybe they could recognize it uh, this go round. Mm -hmm. uh, let's uh, talk about some of those people who we haven't quite mentioned. Uh, ben Platt, the politician, uh, was nominated last year. Um, uh, 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 Dave Bird for Dave, who I feel like is this, like if they want to go this way, it could be like this year's Rami, uh, uh, this, this kind of uh, quirky, under the radar uh, personality who, uh, uh, you know, the audience can mistake for the editor when he <laughs> when he goes up to the podium to accept this award. Um, uh, another show, and uh, didn't mention it for comedy series either. Sex Education. I wonder if if that has an, an outside chance. It's a British show. It's got Gillian Anderson, who we know we're pretty sure they're gonna like for The Crown. Uh, I I wouldn't be one hundred percent surprised to see her nominated twice for supporting actress for that and for Sex mm -hmm. Education. Um, you know, it's a British comedy, it's cheeky, it has a, it has that kind of glee feel, uh, but it's also much more provocative since it's on Netflix, it's not on a broadcast network, so they can be a lot more, uh, sexually uh, explicit with it. Um, all the teenagers are played by adults, so it's not that creepy. Uh, <laughs> uh so I, I, I feel like that's sort of in my, like, 
fifth, in my sixth, seventh, or eighth spots in my head when I'm looking at every single one of these categories. So Asa Butterfield, I'm not like I w I could see him getting in. Um, I would love to see Michael Cimino get in for Love Victor. I'm just biased for that show. I don't know how likely that is. Uh, anyone else you guys think we're underestimating there? Uh, I feel, you know, it's interesting you bring up uh, Sex Education because I remember that show had so much buzz uh, this past Emmy season. And a lot of us were wondering if maybe it could break through there and it was completely shut out. But it does seem like a kind of program that could, uh, that, that the Golden Globes could recognize um, as a sort of like, you know, we know better than the Emmys type of thing. Um, <laughs> and uh, I mean, Love, Victor as well. I mean, um, uh, I, I, that, that show too has gotten, uh, has a lot of goodwill towards it. And, and Michael Cimino, not Cimino, the, not the director of The Deer Hunter. Um, <laughs> um, there's a lot of goodwill towards him as a performer as well, um, at least from what I see um, online. So I could, I, I could see both of those factoring in there. Let's look at Best Comedy Actress, um, where uh, uh, Catherine O'Hara coming off that Emmy win. I feel like if if the if the Golden Globes are going to double up, this is going to be it. It's going to be Schitt's Creek and Catherine O'Hara. She's never been nominated for a Golden Globe before. Uh, she is such a huge part of the love for that show, if not like the the central uh, dominant uh, aspect of people's affection for it. Uh, so I feel like she wins here. But she also has probably some of the toughest competition uh, anyone has. Because um, you've got a couple of those shiny new objects, uh, uh, not to literally objectify women, uh, but in terms of new shows and new performances that the Golden Globes can get really excited about. And that's especially Kaylee Cuoco, who I have at number two for The Flight Attendant. I think she has a very good chance of upsetting. And uh, who Marcus mentioned, uh, Al Fanning for The Great. Um, you know, she's part of uh, uh, a showbiz uh, family with her sister Dakota Fanning, who could also be nominated for the second season of The Alienist this year. Um, so we could see both Fanning sisters in there. Uh, she's a veteran uh, of the industry, like Nicholas Holt. They've both been acting since they've been children. Uh, so I think those are the closest rivals. I also have Issa Rae getting in for Insecure uh, to kind of match how how well the show did going into the season at the Emmys, um, where it really exploded in nominations. And Aquafina Nora from Queens to kind of like that residual love that's still there from her Golden Globe win for, uh, for The Farewell. So, uh, but there, there are a lot of people even in here who are not in my predictions who have a very strong chance of a nomination. Uh, what do you think? Um, I'm looking at the Gold Derby official predictions, and it's so funny. Catherine O'Hara has 1,539 people predicting her to win. Second place is Elle Fanning, 123. That is quite a drop, that, or, or you could say that is quite a lead uh, for Catherine O'Hara. I really just think this is hers to lose, and I would love if Elle Fanning won. I would love if Kaylee Cuoco or, or Issa Rae. I have Issa in second, actually. But... I mean, the, knowing the fact that Catherine O'Hara has never even been nominated at the Globes, if she gets nominated, I think it's a lock, pretty much. I agree with part of your statement, the, the part of her losing. Um, <laughs> 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 um, 
and I say this as somebody who thought she, she totally deserved to win that Emmy. I love Catherine O'Hara with all my heart. I would love for her to win this. I feel like they're going to, again, like use this as an opportunity to anoint a new front runner. And I think that will either be, I, I'm predicting Kaylee Cuoco for the flight attendant. She's somebody who's been in television forever, starting off with eight simple rules. And then of course, Big Bang Theory. This is a performance that I think really took a lot of people by surprise. I don't think a lot of people thought she had this in her, um, despite how long she's been at this. Um, it, it, you know, it, it, it takes her, her, te uh, her television persona in some really interesting directions. And I think that they're going to reward her for that. In second place, I have Elle Fanning for The Great. Um, again, another person who I, I, I think has been steadily growing in esteem as the years go on um, in both film and now in television. I do have O'Hara in third place because I, I you know, I'm not crazy. <laughs> but aside from that, it's so hard for me to figure out who else is going to get nominated because there's so many possibilities. Right now I have Aquafina for uh, North from Queens and Jane Levy for Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. She feels very much like the Rachel Bloom uh, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend type yeah. nomination. And Aquafina, like we said, just, just won last year. But also, I mean, I want to put Issa Rae in there for Insecure. Uh, I feel like Natasha Dimitru from What We Do in the Shadows is a strong possibility. You've got Lily Collins and Emily from Paris. Don't forget about Linda Cardellini and Christina Applegate and Dead to Me. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a whole lot of possibilities in this category um, for, for new people and returning people. It's just, it's, it's so hard to narrow down here. It'd I feel like funny. we've got a lot of character thing titles in this race. You've got <laughs> Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist, you've got Emily in Paris, and then Nora from Queens. So mm -hmm. if, they're, if they're into, uh, you know, uh, uh, title characters, then they have plenty of options. It'd be funny if Gene Levy won this, Eugene Levy won actor, and Dan Levy won supporting. It'd be, a, you know, a, the attack of the Levies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wouldn't rule out Jane, uh, Jane Levy, Levy. I don't know how and if everyone pronounces the, their, that spelling of their name. Um, but yeah, I could see that happening. Uh, it's a new show that didn't really take off at the Emmys, but I feel like there's more breathing room here. Um, Christina Applegate and Dead to Me. Uh, uh, I, I feel like if that show had done a little bit better at the Emmys, uh, like it got in for Best Comedy Series, but it only got the two lead actresses in and uh, I think maybe one or two other nominations. Um, I think that's a possibility though. Uh, it might also be possible that the Globes can't really decide between her and Linda Cardellini and, and so they might cancel each other out. Um, looking at this list, I'm again, I mentioned Pen15 for Comedy Series. If that happens, I could see the Golden Globes going in that uh, unconventional direction and going with uh, either of its uh, lead actresses. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I mean, it, and I'll and, oh, just scrolling down the list. Oh, poor Justina Machado. She didn't win Dancing with the Stars. And then they canceled One Day at a Time the day after, or like two days after. Um, so that would be nice. But uh, I don't know if the ship has sailed on that one. Uh, mm -hmm. Still love you, Justina. 
<laughs> we all do, yeah. There's Pamela Adlon for Better Things and Gwyneth Paltrow, the politician. Uh, Tracy Ellis Ross won this a few years back uh, in a bit of a surprise, although I predicted her, uh, for Blackish. So, I mean, don't count her out. And Rashida yeah. Jones for uh, Black AF, uh, which, uh, you know, she, she, she has one of those uh, positions where uh, she could benefit from Buzz on the film side because she's in On the Rocks and the leading role there. So I could see that having a kind of, uh, you know, kind of elevating her role in this one. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of possibilities. Zoe Kravitz in, um, in uh, High Fidelity, which got canceled after one season, but, um, you know, she's, she's still uh, uh, Hollywood royalty, you know, and um, very good in the show as well. So I wouldn't count her out either, uh, just as a way for the Globes to, to make uh, Hulu look silly for canceling her series. Mm -hmm. Uh, well, with that, um, you know, these races will change uh, very quickly uh, uh, and very well, we should probably mention, like, if we have any supporting actors in our... Oh, yes. Uh, do we have any uh, supporting actors from comedy that we are predicting to win? Because those supporting categories at the Golden Globes combine dramas, comedies, movies, and miniseries like crazy people. Um, so, <laughs> do we have anyone? I do not personally have any comedy. I had Dan Levy for a while. Uh, but I am not predicting him anymore for Best Supporting Actor in a Television Series. Um, and I've got Gillian Anderson, a dramatic actress, for The Crown uh, for Supporting Actress. I am not currently, but you know, the Gold Derby odds have Dan Levy winning uh, Supporting Actor. And Mahershala Ali, they have him in third place for Rami. So don't count him out. I don't have any uh, comedy people winning either Supporting Category, but I have got two nominated for each. I've got Dan Levy, Dan Levy, and Mahershala Ali nominated in Supporting Actor, and I have Annie Murphy and Hannah Waddingham for oh, Ted Lasso that could nominated. Happen. So, yeah, I mean, uh, even if neither wins, I, I think comedy could dominate the supporting categories. Yeah. Well, uh, with that, we will... Uh, we will be in suspense up until the nominations are announced on February 3rd, I believe. Um, so uh, in this weird extended Golden Globes period under normal circumstances, by the time, as, as we're recording this now, we would have already had the Golden Globes uh, under uh, normal circumstances. Uh, so you've got more time to make your predictions, more time to prove us wrong, uh, more time to prove us right, if you agree with us, uh, please do. Yeah. Um, and so we will, uh, we will see you again uh, soon to talk about uh, this race. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.